Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast brought to you by Foresight. At Foresight, we are cultivating healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. Thank you for tuning into today's podcast. Please enjoy the rest of our show. Hey, friends, welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Jenny Katrin, founder and CEO of the Foresight Group. And uh, today I thought we would spend a few minutes talking about a subject that you hear me share pretty often, but it's the concept of self-leadership. In fact, I bet you've heard me say that you must lead yourself well to lead others better. And what I'm noticing in this crazy year that 2020 has been, uh, it is requiring an extraordinary amount of self-leadership from me uh, and from each of you, right? Like we're all having to be incredibly intentional to lead ourselves well, to be very aware of what do we need to be healthy emotionally, spiritually, physically, all the dimensions of our lives right now. We're having to be really conscientious of how we're leading ourselves so that we can effectively lead others. So today I thought I would share a little bit about self-leadership. Some of the things that I've written in my book, The Four Dimensions of Extraordinary Leadership, I actually spend a good chunk of that book talking about self-leadership. And so I want to just camp out on this for a few minutes today because I think this is something that is top of mind for all of us. And uh, today I want to share some of the tough truths that we need to uh, just embrace in order to lead ourselves well. Uh, Organizational psychologist and business consultant Mark Freeman defines self-leadership as the process of influencing ourselves and developing the self-motivation needed to perform. So the process of influencing ourselves and developing the self-motivation needed to perform. And I think that self-motivation thing kind of stands out to me right now. Like I am having to do a lot of self-motivation to keep showing up every day because so much more is required of us right now in this season. And leading ourselves well is really the starting point of leadership because it challenges us to define our motives for leading. In fact, if you haven't checked out Patrick Lencioni's new book, The Motive, I want to just encourage you to go get it because this idea of what is our motive for leading is really, really important, especially when we're in seasons of extra stress and pressure that a global pandemic might create. Uh, There's extra pressure on us. And so that motive for leadership needs to be clear. And it forces us to dig up what lies deep and uncovered That's what self-leadership does, and it's really the foundation of our leadership. As I look just kind of back on my journey so far, in the early days of my career, I was blessed to work for some strong, incredibly competent leaders. And not only were they great at leading the organization that I was a part of, but they took a special interest in developing kind of the primitive leadership instincts that they saw in me. I was kind of this young, scrappy leader that had some primitive leadership instincts, but there was a lot of work to do. But they were intentional and purposeful in creating opportunities for me to stretch and grow my leadership muscles. Whether it was giving me a chance to make a presentation at a business meeting or sending me to a conference for continued education, opportunities were extended to me really before I knew to ask for them. And that gift of leadership development, however, really became my expectation. I just thought that's what most leaders did. I thought that I deserved intentional investment like that from my my leaders. And years later, I 
collided with this unmet expectation. I was expecting all the leaders in my life would just, you know, hand me opportunities for growth. I believe that others would always be concerned about my leadership development. And I found myself disappointed when other leaders didn't provide growth opportunities for me. That unmet expectation would wake me up to some tough truths that I needed to face if I intended to grow as a leader. See, self-leadership doesn't come without acknowledging some difficult realities. This part of leadership isn't glamorous, by the way, and you know this because you've experienced it. It doesn't necessarily get attention or affirmation. This whole concept of self-leadership, the stuff you do behind the scenes to keep growing and developing as a leader, rarely gets praise. No one is singing your praises for leading yourself well. But I truly believe that if we can get this right, the rest of our leadership becomes a healthier overflow. So here are a few tough truths that we need to understand about self-leadership. And by the way, these are not very warm and fuzzy, but they are, they are tough truths that we need to embrace to help us have a healthy perspective on leadership. And the first one is that no one cares more about your personal development than you do. You've got to care more about it than anyone else. Number two, no one is responsible for your leadership development. Again, you're the one who's responsible for it. It's not really anyone else's responsibility. Number three, you can't wait for someone else to lead you. You've got to take ownership for it. You've got to take the reins and be intentional to grow and develop your leadership. And number four, no one owes you leadership. It's not something you deserve. It's not something that is, is a right. No one owes you this. You've got to be intentional with it. And these truths are tricky because we don't often realize that we have these expectations uh, because for most of our early lives, these are healthy expectations, right? As we're growing up, we do need someone to care more about our development than we do. We wait for others to lead us uh, because they're responsible for helping us grow. That's part of the maturing process. Like once we grow to adulthood and we move into our first apartment and start having to pay some bills, we're forced to start taking responsibility for ourselves. But when it comes to our personal development, especially in the area of leadership, it's not as easy to know when we've moved from adolescence to adulthood. See, in our human development, the real transition to adulthood happens when we begin to take responsibility for ourselves. So this explains why some 18-year-olds move out, get a job, and make their own way, and why too many 30-year-olds are still squatting in their parents' basement. The same is true for our leadership development. We will never grow up in our leadership development until we begin to take responsibility for our own growth. Let me say that one one more time. We will never grow up in our leadership development until we begin to take responsibility for our own growth. So let's look at those tough truths a little more closely. For these first two, no one cares more about your personal development than you do, and no one else is responsible for your leadership development. And here's what we need to understand. By and large, the leaders you admire have great intentions. They want to believe in you, support you, and invest in you. At least some of them do, right? But most of them are doing their best just to take care of themselves. Now, we're not gonna judge whether that's right or wrong. It's just what it is. They're so consumed with their own responsibilities and their own development that they have little time or energy left to look around and see who they could be developing. 
And that's not to say that you'll never have a leader who sees potential in you and makes a concerted effort to invest in training you and developing you. This tough truth is more about framing your expectations around that. See, if you can take responsibility early for your leadership development, you'll be less likely to flounder around wasting valuable time wallowing in unmet expectations of the leaders around you. And guys, I can't overemphasize this because I think a lot of times we wait for somebody to take notice or we wait for someone to decide that we are worth investing in and we are worth developing. And it's not that people don't want to do that. Sometimes it's just a matter of they might not have the margin and might not be on their radar. They may just not be equipped as a leader to be able to provide that in this season. So what I want you to remember is your leadership development is your responsibility. So you have to seize it. And remind yourself every day that you are your own best champion. So then when a great leader takes an interest in developing you, it's really a bonus or a blessing, right? When somebody decides and takes that interest and wants to invest in you, it's really just a bonus and a blessing that you get that intentional development from someone else. So remembering your leadership development is your responsibility. You need to seize it. And then these other two truths, let's turn to these last two, that you can't wait for someone else to lead you and no one owes you leadership. You're a leader and that means you've got to lead you. You have to take charge. You have to begin to define where you want to go, what you want to learn, and how you're going to accomplish these things. So this doesn't mean, however, that you have to run alone. I'm not saying be on your own or be isolated. It just means that you've got to be the Kickstarter. Define some next steps and then pull some wise counselors in for support and guidance. So do look for people to invest, but you might have to be the one to reach out and the one to ask. See, leadership development is not a right. It's an opportunity and a privilege. So don't expect it to come to you. Go and get it. A great example of someone who understood these tough truths was one of my friends and colleagues, Steve. It was almost like the two of us had this unspoken contest over who could learn the most. If our boss talked about a book she was reading, Steve would purchase it and start reading it himself. He was always on the lookout for conferences to attend that would help him develop as a a marketing manager in this case. He was intentional about following up with people he met. He was eager to learn from people in both similar and different professions. Steve never wasted an opportunity to learn. He embraced his responsibility for self-leadership. And as a result, his career development has never slowed down. He is just constantly learning, constantly growing. See, the tough truths of self-leadership aren't really meant to frustrate you or demotivate you. I know they sound a little negative, but it's not meant to do that. They're meant to challenge you. Because if you understand the hard work of self-leadership, and pour yourself into it without expectations of others or an entitled attitude, you will develop the character and the core of an extraordinary leader. You'll begin to lead yourself well, and from that place, you'll be equipped to lead others better. So I want to challenge you to be on the lookout for opportunities to lead yourself well this week. I want you to pay attention to where do you have some expectations of others developing you and investing in you. And maybe those are not healthy expectations. Maybe you're waiting on someone else to lead you and you need to lead you. 
And I also want to say, I think this is really critically important. Whatever stage of growth or leadership that you're in, you need to lead yourself well first. In an era where job opportunities are going to be a little more tricky and challenging because of the nature of our economy, you need to be exceptional. Like you need to be great at what you do so that you find yourself in the positions that you're interested in. You find yourself being able to step into the roles that you feel called to. And so leading yourself well is one of these differentiators that can set you apart and help you continue to flourish wherever God has placed you and whatever you feel called to. So I want to encourage you to keep leading yourself well. You can do this. You are, uh, as Henry Cloud would say, you are ridiculously in charge. You can lead yourself well. You can start with that. And from there, your influence and your leadership will grow. So thanks for joining me today. I'd love your feedback. Email us, podcast at getforesight.com. Let us know uh, what's resonating, what was helpful to you, how you are leading yourselves well. We'd love to hear those stories. And remember, my passion is to cultivate healthy leaders to lead thriving organizations. And our mission is to equip you with the foresight for success. So keep leading well, and uh, we'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. If you have any questions, please email Jenny at podcast at get the number four site.com. If this content has helped you in any way, we would love for you to share this podcast with your friends and on social networks. Also, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of the amazing content coming from the Jenny Katrin Leadership Podcast. Your comments mean the world to us, so please rate and leave comments on our podcast. And remember, you need foresight for success. We will see you next time.